everyone, and welcome to our annual TOST Toddcast Belmont Watertown Thanksgiving Day Football Preview here on both the Belmont Media Podcast Network as well as simulcasting on BMC channels 8, 9, 28, and 29. My name is Todd Bloniars, joined as I've been all season by Belmont High School head football coach Jan Kuman. And on this special edition of the Toddcast, as we'll go back to the full shot for those of you watching on video, uh, we've got the ent entire senior captains, all five of them from this year's 2018 Belmont Marauder team. From left to right, it would be Killian O'Connell, Mike Delholm, Jared Edwards, Sam Segarian, and uh, Bam Bam uh, Jake Parsons over there, uh, <laughs> rounding out the, uh, the senior captain crew. Uh, again, uh, as we've been mentioning all year uh, here on the, uh, the TOST Toddcast with Coach Q, uh, I've been looking for questions, but uh, we did not get any, unfortunately. One day. One you know, time. we will. Well, except for the one that uh, I think there was one from at TOSTBMC uh, that tweeted, uh, great job on those uh, Toddcasts this year, Coach Q. <laughs> thank so, you. Uh, thank you. That was and uh, this year we've kind of uh, done a little, we've enhanced the uh, Thanksgiving Day experience. For those of you watching, we hope uh, even if you're listening to this, that at some point you'll eventually uh, migrate over to the television side or the video side and uh, see how nice this looks because it looks like we're actually at Harris Field. It does. Uh, pretty cool kind of look here. And as we said, we got all five senior captains here. And I guess I want to start off. I know we're going to talk a lot of Belmont Watertown and Thanksgiving Day football, but I have to start off. I need to congratulate all five of you senior captains because you're part of Belmont Marauder football history as you are the, uh, the first, uh, your captains of the first team that made the uh, playoffs uh, in Belmont football history. So congratulations on that. Uh, Thank you. Uh, great Thank accomplishment. You. And, uh, you know, I guess to start off, let, before we get into to Thanksgiving Day football, let's go back to that playoff game and just the, you know, the ride to, to get there. And then, uh, you know, it was kind of, a, kind of a crazy game you played up at Danvers. So uh, just talk about everything leading up to that. And I guess whoever wants to start, why don't we, uh, if you want to uh, start over on the left, Killian, uh, we'll start with you. Yeah, I, th I think a big part of that was starting out hot, beating Milton in uh, week one. That was a really good win, and that was a really big win. And it was really exciting because... Everyone was contributing. There wasn't one person that was doing everything. We were all doing things, and I think that was really special to see. Yeah, and uh, also this year, like, I feel like it really started with strong practices, and uh, we came out early in camp, and we just, we really were focused from the start, which really helped. Yeah, I think the, uh, the family aspect, too, this year, like, Nobody was like out of the team or like over there, like all oh, sophomores, like, you know, hang out with the seniors. It was really like everyone together, like seniors would grab sophomores, we'd hang out with sophomores, like we'd really pull everyone together and that really helped like on the practice field, like their scout was like really like connected with the juniors and seniors on scout. So like they really gave us good looks for that Milton week. So that's why we started off so strong. Yeah, just like Jared said, I mean, the family aspect was very like, uh, like we drove it home uh, very hard this year. Um, as far as the playoff game went, um, I think the whole week of practice we were very focused. Very, uh, our eyes were very focused on the task, but you know we just couldn't get it done during that game. Yeah, uh, pretty much what Jared and Sam said. I think the the family aspect changed, especially like just the team culture. You know, we all have one common goal. I think um, you know practices have definitely gotten um, better this year in terms of like tempo and uh, effort. So yeah. Well, let's talk about that, too, because all five of you are first-year captains. Uh, Coach Q, you maybe want to talk a little bit about what led into uh, the decision of these five, uh, you know, how you chose them at the beginning of the season or prior to the season, and then also what they were able to do to help set the tone for this year and, and be able to have the success it did on the field. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been really lucky in the time that I've been here to have great captains, you know, and, and I'd like to think that we have kind of a good, uh, a good standard 
that, that previous captains have set, and these guys all stepped up and kind of filled that role um, really to a T. I mean, we talk a lot about leadership as, as you know, being the first to serve and the last to be served, and these guys have heard that for four years, and they've heard it this year, you know, that getting to go out there for the coin toss, if they let us send our five out there, otherwise you have to rotate a guy in and out. But, you know, getting to go out there for the coin toss on Friday night is a reward, right, for having having served your team and having done the work that's necessary to step in front of a team. And Sorry, not to interrupt. Is there a limit on how many captains can actually go out to midfield for the coin toss? Technically, it's four. So it kind of just depends on the official. Most oh, officials okay. are pretty cool with it. If you have five guys, um, they'll let five guys go out there. I think once or twice this year we had... Um, yeah, we had we had to send four out. Um, so yeah, I mean they all lead in different ways. You know, each one of these guys has kind of a different a different way about them. You know, um, some of them are are more vocal. You know, uh, Delhi and, and Sam are probably two of the more more vocal guys in the captain's core. If they have an issue with something that's happening on the field, or they feel like the unit isn't isn't performing the way that it needs to be performing, they'll open their mouth and they'll lead uh, verbally. You know, uh, Bam and Kills and Jared are a little bit more of the kind of, we're just going to go out there and do our job and lead with our work ethic as well. It's not to say that Sam and Deli don't work hard. They do. Um, they definitely do. But that's kind of a little bit, you know, they're a little bit quieter. And so for me, the family aspect that all these guys are talking about that we were really able to, to latch onto this year um, started with these five guys because they're family. You know, they're different guys with different attitudes, different approaches to the game, different approaches to life. Um, and for me, that's one of the beauties about football is it's one of the few places in our in our fraught nation where people can just kind of come together and unify over something, you know, and it's really cool to be able to see that and to be a part of that. And um, I've been humbled by their leadership. They've been with me every step of the way and they've been with their, their brothers every step of the way. We're not. We're not where we are without these five guys. Do you guys want to expand on any of Coach's uh, points there about even just any individual examples that, that any of you had during the year where you know you stepped up and kind of took that leadership uh, role, at, you know, the responsibility of a captain uh, this year with the team? Um, I mean, it's just like, like just like Coach, you said, like me and Deli will be like the more vocal guys. Just like little things like on the field on, during practice, if uh, say we're playing defense and you know we're not making our tackles where we're not going to our assignments, like me and Deli will kind of get on the guys and like positively say something to them, not like in a aggressive manner, but you know, just like, just like talk to them and be like, look, like we gotta play better because this is not gonna cut it for this upcoming week. So it's just little things like once in a while, there's not just one moment that kind of stands out. Yeah, um, I remember Danvers at halftime, we came out and it was not our strongest first half, but uh, I remember Sam came in and he just said to everyone, like, listen, like, we got to step it up. Uh, like, this isn't going to cut it. And I just remember we all came out and we played much better in that second half than the first. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, well, you know, again, right. And, and I think that was probably another, uh, you know, that maybe whether it was just you five guys or you got the whole team to kind of believe in it, this was a team that just never gave up. And I guess that playoff game really is a true example of that. I mean, you were down a lot at halftime, but you, you showed a lot of, you know, never quit attitude, which you also kind of showed up in some of your other games this year. How about uh, the game at Reading? I mean, it's mm -hmm. a, a great example that I can think of. Uh, 
you know, that was just a, a great comeback. You're down 21-3 early in the game at Reading, a place where Belmont teams traditionally, whenever they go there, uh, typically, you know, once it's 21-3, the game's over, and it usually gets even more out of hand. Instead, you guys came back. You actually took a lead at one point, uh, then fell behind again, but showed a lot of fight coming back. I kind of remember in particular Jared on the last drive. Uh, you, you caught five uh, balls for 82 yards. So you were you were actually responsible for all the uh, offense on that drive that you know, got it close and kind of set up for at least an onside kick uh, potential tie you know, yeah. game situation. Yeah, um, I remember that game, like, we did, like, come out, like, kind of not the strongest the first half, but when we came back, I remember, like, the second half, our offense, like, the running game, like, Joss and, like, Killian, like, that's really what set us down. Like, they went down, like, twice. I think it was our first two possessions of the second half. Like, they went and scored, and, like, our defense was, like, stopping them, too. So I think that's really, like, led to our, like, momentum of coming back in the game. And then that last drive, like, we knew we had to throw the ball and, like, uh, I'll, like, catch anything that Avery throws up to me. So I just tried my best. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. Well, not, not bad. Avery Arno certainly with a good uh, first year as yeah, a varsity Avery, quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we certainly are going to probably be mentioning him quite a bit uh, oh, yeah. during the show, uh, as well as, uh, you know, a few, some of your other teammates. Uh, you know, obviously you brought up uh, Killing in here. Uh, Killian, you're someone who's been kind of waiting for your time, I, I guess, for four years. Uh, you played behind some other really talented Belmont running backs, and then this year you got a chance to finally come through with both you and Rakai Joseph, uh, certainly, but you led the team this year uh, with uh, nearly 800 rushing yards, seven touchdowns. Uh, talk about just, you know, how you kind of bided your time and then stepped up. You were, you're a senior captain and you're leading the team in uh, rushing. And second in tackles. And so, um, right, I forgot to slash defensive back, as it says on your ID there. Yeah, um, well, I was really lucky. I got to my freshman year, I got to see Mackay, who was a nasty running back. He obviously he went and played D1. And, uh, and then I saw Ben my sophomore year, who was another really talented running back. Ben Jones, right. And then Tyler, another really talented running back. So I got to learn from all those guys, and I think it really helped my game. And then Rakai coming back was huge, because he was gone, but he was obviously like, he is a really talented football player. And getting to share the, the ball with him and do a lot with him was really uh, a really good experience. Yeah, I mean, Rakai had uh, 11 touchdowns of his own, nine uh, rushing, two receiving. Uh, yeah, so I mean, that was a that was a big part of it. Uh, you know, just other, you know, talk about also maybe I guess going back. Uh, you know, you've you've been with Coach Q for four years. Uh, you guys want to you know kind of look back at some of your you know maybe your early meetings with him. Something we actually asked of the captains last year. I don't know. Uh, you know, first experiences, and then also well, and then just kind of maybe what led up to this season and what made this year uh, maybe different from your your first three years. Uh, and you again feel anyone's free to chime in on this is kind of an open open ended question. So, so uh, I always get nervous there. about this one. <laughs> early, early experiences. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to start with someone. We start with yeah. you this time, Jake. We're gonna, no one, no one's piping up, so Jake, um, we're gonna make you talk. You in my uh, first Coach Q memory, uh, probably, you know, we have the off-season lifts. I think going into freshman year, um, you know, we uh, he invited the eighth graders to come. I thought we were gonna be doing, you know, like leg press, curling, bench, <laughs> you know, I just like basic lifting stuff. And then, you know, I we get there and we're doing all this like. Strange yoga. <laughs> like, like, what is yeah. There weren't goats involved, were there? I no, know no, goat yoga. Think no, no goat yoga. Okay. No, 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 but, um, okay. <laughs> you know, then he explained that, you know, this is like the way, uh, you know, this is the way that athletics is going to be, you know. It's not just about like, you know, building muscles, it's about building, you know, balance and um, like uh, controlling your body. And, you know, that's definitely helped us. 
Has it helped you personally from a personal standpoint? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I think my first Coach Q memory was when uh, freshman year, I think all of us got called up during that Thanksgiving week. Um, and we did like some yoga session with uh, one of our assistant coaches, Coach Barge. And we were kind of goofing off during it, like the whole team. And then they took us inside and Coach Q like talked to us very nicely. <laughs> very nicely, <laughs> very nicely. But uh, I remember just being like a little freshman and being like very scared of this <laughs> man standing at the front of the room. But uh, after that, it's been, it's been very good uh, uh, being coached by Coach Q. And in uh, over four years, I guess, years. you know, you've gotten bigger, Sam. So like, Coach Q doesn't seem quite as opposed yeah, anymore. Yeah, I'm more scared no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, that was my first Coach Q memory, I guess. Cool. What about you? Um, I think, back to what Bama was saying, when, uh, when we came in, like, eighth grade, going to our freshman year, I remember going to Lyft, and all the coaches would call me, like, Red Zone Target and, like, like lanky or like I don't I don't even know just like a bunch of nicknames for like tall person tall skinny person so like I don't know I just like I got that like family aspect like oh like these like coaches really care about their players and like they really like will help you be better and that's what like they did throughout these years so yeah yeah um, I remember our freshman year when we were playing for Coach Hill and uh, I remember Coach Key would always come and talk to us and kind of just really just like give us that aspect of family and show us like even though we're freshmen we're not practicing with the JV varsity guys um, still what we did mattered in getting in that routine of family and really grinding so that's probably my first um, <clears throat> this isn't my first experience but this was my most notable experience with a uh, coach was when we got our, our, our equipment the first day of freshman year and uh, back then we did it the, the entire team was together in the same room mm. and uh, I remember Coach Hugh gave a, a, a great speech and it was really cool just seeing everyone together because that in a lot of other sports it doesn't really happen like that it's not 60 guys it's 15 20 guys and it's like it's not a ton of pe it's people you know and have played with your whole life or like I don't know any of these seniors you know what I mean they're way bigger yeah. than me I'm intimidated by them I'm scared by them I don't <laughs> know them but they they treated me really well they're really good to me and they made me feel welcome they made me feel part of a family which is, that's really special and unique to football. In a lot of sports, you don't have that. No. So you would probably say that was maybe the, your, uh, the biggest strength uh, of Coach Q. Uh, you know, one of his best qualities is that he brought you guys all together and made you, he made you feel like a family, you know, uh, from 1 to 99 on the roster, uh, you know, right off the bat. I mean, is that, is that kind of what, did going into this coming season, did things feel a little different or uh, there was a like, little bit more energy maybe than in uh, uh, maybe your first three years uh, with the team something and not just because you're captains but just that you could feel something different was going to happen going into the season absolutely yeah. yeah this was I mean coming off of a, a rough season last year record wise like everyone was pissed off this was a it was a revenge season everyone's mad you know what I mean no one gave us any respect last year no one was giving us any respect going into this year we were all, and so we were all pissed off, and that's, I think that's a big reason why we came up super hot against Milton. Yeah. We all just really wanted it. Yeah. yeah. It definitely, um, you could sense that there was a change. You know, I uh, started at camp, you know, like, especially with the, you know, the sophomores, like, we were, I mean, after, after practice, you know, we usually have lunch together and we hang out, and, like, you know, the sophomores were kind of, like, hanging out with us and talking to us, and, like, you know, that wasn't, that didn't really happen as much when we were sophomores mm -hmm. and um, you know that kind of, like the little things like that you can tell that that's um, the start of a good season.
Yeah. I also, uh, not only like did I feel like the team was much closer this year, but going into camp, like we were pretty mad. Like we wanted, yeah. everyone was like all year would just uh, kind of like talk us down. And uh, so we were mad. We just wanted to kind of prove everyone wrong. And that kind of even brought us closer as well. And just yeah. we're fired up. I think this team is a team that did a really good job too of just <clears throat> really keeping the blinders on, you know, and, and trying to live a lot of the stuff that we talk about. And I know it sounds cliche and we've talked about it, you know, week to week a bunch of times. But one of the reasons that we were able to have as many second half comebacks as we did this year, one of the reasons we were able to beat teams that on paper were quote unquote better than we were um, is because of that. You know, this, this wasn't a team that was kind of looking past anything it wasn't looking ahead to week six or seven we weren't really looking towards the playoffs we weren't listening to a lot of the noise that was coming in from outside you know we just kind of wanted to get out onto the football field and play football you know for me that was one of the great memories of the Danvers game you know was we were down like 30 points then we came out and threw a pick six and now we're you know I was like we just want to play football you know, this team on the other side of the ball from us, they're done. They thought they were done playing football. We still got 22 minutes left. Let's just go play ball. Let's go get more rep. Let's go get better. It's one rep at a time. Next thing you knew, we were two scores out, you know. And for me, this team has just been so adept at that. Um, and part of it just comes from, from the love that these guys show one another, the stuff that they're talking about, about, like, hanging out with the sophomores and, you know, those are my favorite moments are just the little kind of inside moments that, that we get that, you know, most guys don't don't hear about or anything like that. You know, like Sam wearing his giant sweatshirt and catching a lot of guff for yeah. rooting for a horrible football team. You know, or, um, you know the, the, the nicknames that, that are there across the board, the little traditions that happen. You know, Jaws and I hug every pre-practice. You know, like these things to me are the things that make us special as a football family. Wait, um, who's Jaws again? I'm, but he has like nine. Wait, yeah, so like, yeah, how many nicknames do you have, Jacob? We'll go around. <laughs> and I have like, um, it's Bama. It's like, it's like Jaws, Bam Bam, Bama. Um, yeah. yeah, that's about it. Okay. Unless there's one, I know. Only three. <laughs> only three. That's not so bad. It's, it's not. Yeah, it I'm sure. I, I will probably keep. Yeah, if there's another one, All right. What about uh, now, Sam? I, I remember this because I was actually going back listening to some of the prior uh, ones. I guess your Dingasarians won a year. Right? Yeah, <laughs> because, uh, is, is that still? In, yeah, the because case this uh, year too, Connor or? Connor Shea is uh, Dingus, and oh. uh, since I'm always kind of with Connor, Coach Q started calling me Dingasarian because. My last name ends with Aryan. Yeah. So. Right. He's Armenian. Right. And there then, I, I mean, like, Segs. Segs. That's kind of yeah, it. That's the big mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Sammy Segs. All right, what about you, Jared? Do I even have a nickname? Jay. Yeah, like Jay. Jay. Just Jay. Just Jay. Not even like, what was he going to call him? Daddy Long Legs. Yeah, Daddy Long Legs. Daddy Long Legs. He was so long and lanky. Jay Bear. Or compare you to maybe someone with a great wings, like maybe a basketball player. Jared, freshman year, was one of the like longest, lanky. He's like a big spider. He's like one of the longest, lankiest people I've ever seen. Spider-Man. Anyway, what about you, Delhi QB one. No, 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 You gotta talk to him. You yeah. gotta tell him where you're gonna say it. You gotta explain it. QB one. Freshman year, uh, I I did play quarterback. 
one of the, one of the better seasons that Belmont freshman quarterbacks have seen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. How did the team do that year? The freshman team. You you we had a solid year. Yeah. yeah. We had a solid year. Eight, right. I think you were like eight and two that year. Yeah. Well, you're gonna okay. tell them that you got benched halfway through the season. Or? Yeah. 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 Who, who took his spot? Go on. Oh, the one. Yeah. So my nickname's just like Kills Killer. Pretty easy to go there. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, you know, obviously we're here to talk about uh, Thanksgiving Day. And, you know, I know it's the last high school football game for all you guys. And it really, you know, in a lot of ways, it's your Super Bowl. I know you, you made the playoffs this year, but this is the game that you know is on the schedule every year to close out the season. And, uh, you know, this year, 97th edition. Uh, Bel it depends on who you ask. Here in, here in Belmont, we're calling it 97. I think Watertown says it's the 98th game, but I can't find any records of that, that other game anyway. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think the other thing that drives you, particularly when you think about this game, is I know as a class, you've, you haven't beaten Watertown on Thanksgiving Day. And in fact, Watertown's won the last six uh, meetings head-to-head on Turkey Day, so this year you've got them at home at Harris Field in front of the crowd, and in a year where you made the playoffs, I mean, I, I guess you really, you know, it looks like on paper the two teams match up pretty well. You have identical records going in. Uh, you've each won four games, and I guess, you know, you talk about your season goals, too, and, you know, one of them was make the playoffs, which you did, and I know another one that Coach T always says, beat Watertown. Well, not only uh, by beating Watertown, uh, would, you, would you snap that uh, win streak they have? But also, uh, with your fifth win, it would be the, the most wins uh, of, of any year for your class, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, as far as, you know, most wins in a season. So, you know, just talk about uh, the excitement uh, that you're kind of, is the, is the day's approach here to, uh, to the big showdown with Watertown. And what, what it even mean, like what it, it all means to you. I mean, did any of you guys start off in, like, uh, Watertown, Belmont, Pop Warner? So do you have connections with any of the players, Jake, you might have? Do you know some of the guys then on the Watertown team from uh, that standpoint? or Not really, um, just because, um, you know, Pop Warner was by weight, not really by grade. So <laughs> I had to play with, like, you know, Cal Cristofori and Ben Jones. Those are the guys I play with, and Will Lozano. So I didn't really play with kids in my class. So no, I don't really have um, a lot of ties to those kids, but yeah. But, but, but you know, just in general, I guess, what does the the rivalry with Watertown uh, mean to you? Um, I think it's kind of like a uh, season in itself. That's what Coach Q says. You know, it's kind of you know, it's like it's pride on the line. Kind of. I mean, it's not really. It's not just about like the team. It's not about yourself. Like you kind of. It's pride of the town. I guess that's that's the way I see it. I don't think it's ever, for me at least, I don't think it's ever been more of a rivalry until this year for, in my mind, because last year, you know, it was my, it was my first year starting. I was just kind of like getting to know how to, getting to know how to play, getting to know how to, uh, like, use my, like, mental focus to kind of play a game and things like that. But this year I've been very set on, after uh, Melrose, I was very set on beating Watertown and, it's just uh, it just like builds up in you, and you just want to go out there on Thursday and put put up as many points as you can, and yeah. Well, I think like any Turkey Day game is really like personal and like important, but I feel like this one's like really really personal because Watertown is right next to us, and <laughs> we know most of the kids, and we see them around, and we go to like their restaurants in Watertown, and like everyone knows like oh those are Belmont kids, those are Watertown kids, so like winning would like really mean a lot, and like. Just to go on in like the year, like yeah, we beat you guys. You know, it'd be feel nice. Yeah, um, similar to Jake, I started playing in the Watertown Belmont uh, Pop Warner 
So I've been playing with a lot of these guys for a while, like playing with and against. So this one's like really, really personal. Like, I just really, we all, I think we all do, we all really want this one. Yeah, because I guess all those seniors keep talking, you know, on their side, they're all talking about how, well, we've never lost to Belmont. Right. Least, you know, they want to end with the, the perfect record. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, I'm sorry, Kelly, do you have any thoughts too? Or? Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't play Pop Warner with these kids, so I don't, I don't, I've never played football with them. But, um, I mean, I've lost in three years, I don't want to lose again. And uh, so I don't like losing to teams like that, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. yeah. Always coach, you've, got, you've got some thoughts on oh, I mean, Thanksgiving's a special day, man. Um, you know, we talked about it coming off of the practice field on Friday, you know, for our, our last practice of the week um, before going into kind of the three days leading up to Turkey Day, that, that this is something that's really special, man. It's something that's sacred, you know, and once you step out there on the field um, Thursday morning, you become a part of that, you know, you become a part of that fabric. Um, you become a part of that legacy. There's not a lot of places out here in America that can say that they have, you know, a hundred years of history of two towns meeting each other on a football field uh, or a baseball diamond or a basketball court, to be perfectly honest, right? hundred year rivalries are <laughs> few and far between. Um, so to get to be a part of that, you know, for me as somebody who's not from Belmont or Watertown and just kind of came into this rivalry as a coach, it's been, it's been special. It's hard not to feel that energy you know I mean you've been there you've seen it these guys have all played in it the, it, it, the stands are packed the field is there's standing room all the way around the field people up against the fence see all the old guys on both sides in their letterman's jackets dating back 50 years you know you can see the co-steam coming out the cocoa and the band is rocking and the cheerleaders are going and we're all here together for one last kind of go around um, it's something that's just immensely powerful. Um, our mission has to be to um, keep our blinders on in the context of that power because that, that power can fill you, it can sustain you, it can drive you to perform. It can also take you out of your game pretty quick. You know, you can look around and go, oh my God, there's like 5,000 people here. You know, and next thing you know, the ball's getting snapped and you missed your read or you pooched an assignment or a line, you know, because you were kind of lost in the in the stars. And we I'm excited that we get to play this game having had that little playoff run, because for me, that's something that happened in that first half in Danvers. That was like, oh, my God, we're in the playoffs. Everybody was like, right. And we came in and Deli talked about it. these guys talked about it and said, what do you want your playoff experience to be? We got 22 minutes. What do you want it to be? And we kind of clocked back into who we've always been. Let's just go out there and do our job and execute and you know run, block, pass, catch, and tackle. It's a simple game. Um, having had that experience, I think, is something that's really going to benefit this football family going into Turkey Day. So I know these guys want it. Um, I want it, too. We came close a couple years ago, lost by, lost by two. Um, 2015 got, got robbed. Um, so we'd really, we'd really like to... Well, didn't that game it. at Harris Field two years ago kind of play out a little bit like the, the Danvers playoff game to a degree? Because I thought Watertown got out to a pretty big league and you guys came back in that game in the, it In the 2016 game, yes, Yep, the 2016 game two years ago at Harris. Yeah, they got out to a lead and we, we stormed back. Um, and then three years ago, we won the game on a Makai Johnson toss that got called back on a hold that I've, I've watched film for three years trying to actually see. Um, still haven't. And um, okay. and then we lost on the Keneally field goal, you know. So yeah, we've we're not really a team that kind of looks at those things and says 
that won or lost us a football game. We've never said that. These guys know it, right? It's never one play that wins or loses a football game, ever. Whether it's a call, whether it's a missed kick, whether it's a dropped pass, it's, you have 40 million opportunities to win a football game throughout the course of one. Um, so we feel we've got a couple bad bounces here and there, and we've come close a couple of times. I mean, two years ago, we were driving to tie and threw a pick, you know, um, and that was it. So it's not like these have been, you know, blowout, blowout shots you know for for four years or five years either um we've been right there in a bunch of these games and we're pretty fired up to get another crack at this at this thanksgiving day rivalry thursday morning well talking about this too let me let me ask all of, of you players did any of your any of your dads grow up in belmont and play football or uh, so there's no i didn't know if there was an extra generational level of like how deep this belmont watertown rivalry might go uh, well, then uh, just how about uh, no. kind of, oh, yeah, Bobby Dell? Oh, yeah, my yeah. dad did. Yeah, he did he? Yeah, he, he was on the Belmont football team back in what, like, yeah, he was, a, he, was a D he was a D end, right? Yeah, he? Uh, he played linebacker in college, yep. and then oh, okay. So, does he tell you stuff about the, the Belmont Watertown, right? Does it mean a little extra? Like, is he kind of telling you, you got to win this year, Mike? No really turkey gotta, for you, yeah, Mike, right? You, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, you know, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't talked too much about it. Uh, Oh. I'm not really. Yeah, I'm not really too sure, actually. Well, I was kind of quiet. Guy. Do you remember yeah. what years he was? Uh, he was with. I'm trying to you know, like look here on the all-time series. I do series. not. I would have to. I would have to double check that. Uh, one. He's probably sure. like mid '90s. Okay. Well, Belmont still that's was right. in a pretty good run there. It looks like uh, mid early '90s, maybe. Yeah, I would say uh, that's. I don't want to insult. <laughs> I don't want to insult him by uh, making him older than he is yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, I mean Watertown uh, does lead the all-time series, 48 wins. They have 48. Belmont has 43. There've also been five ties. Watertown has that lead in the series overall because they've won the last six in a row, and their all-time longest win streak in the series is nine, which was uh, back in the 1950s. So you guys, another reason why you guys got to stop that win streak. You don't want it to. No, don't, don't want, want to, to get close. Don't nine, want to get close to for that. sure. Uh, you know, I, I know maybe there aren't a lot of great individual memories for you guys about the Thanksgiving Day game, at least as far as the end results of those games are with Watertown, but is there anything, any other memories of those games that you can recall that you'd like to share here or uh, that kind of, you know, help help as a lead into this year's game? Or? Um, I think just like at the game, like you see, like you, when you come out uh, for the first drive or whatever, you see all the people, but um, sometimes, like especially this year, like throughout all these games, I've come out to games and I've, I haven't even noticed until like the fourth quarter that we have these people in the stands. Like I, I, I don't even look. Like some games, I'm like, I look in this. I, I'll, I'll be on the field, and like you don't even notice that we have the whole student sections filled. Like until after. So I think for Thanksgiving, I think we all have to have that kind of same mentality of just you're on the field. You're focused on the field. You shouldn't be looking anywhere except at yeah. Coach Q on defense to look at the calls. That's that's all you should be looking at. I mean. That's just the big thing. Just treat it like any other game, and it's it's gonna be like you're gonna have more butterflies. You're gonna have everything, but um, yeah, just try to stay as level as possible. So to follow up on your point, Sam, mm -hmm. uh, have you been really impressed or proud of the fact that the, so many students have turned out for the home games this year? I mean, I this is is long. You know, I've been calling the games for the last three seasons, and I don't remember the the student section being quite as packed for games as it's been this it's been year. Rowdy. Yeah, we've we we've said it. To, to our team a lot of times that you know I, I love our fans and uh, they're great fans but you know when when we were losing these past three years not a lot of them came out and we said it we said it uh, before the first game this year we're like boys if we win this game 
we have this whole school supporting us and we just once we won that first game we won the second game and we just our home record is pretty good I think three and one yeah, yeah. so I think we just want to have as much support as possible and being known in the school as one of the more dominant teams because in the past we've been kind of pushed aside like once you start talking about sports kids are like oh you play football though like yeah. that they they suck but like it, this year it's not it's not like that and it's interesting you bring that up because all the other fall sports teams this year uh, at Belmont reached the tournament right. as they typically do and I you know for you guys to join them this year in, yeah. in having a playoff game you know it's yeah. it was really special to do that you know I mean we just from a coaching perspective too I mean we I share the field with all these 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 guys and gals, you know, and, and Coach Graham and Coach BBK and um, uh, Coach Smith, you know, to see them go. Paul every, Graham, you said Paul, right? Yeah, Coach Graham. Oh, Paul, Graham yeah. he's the, don't worry, Paul was first. Friend to time out, um, thank you. He's, friend, he's, friend the, he's the first. Yeah. Coach Graham's first. first for no. me too. To see <laughs> them, uh, no to see them go. No, no worries. I don't think <laughs> I can't compete with no, Paul. No, Look at the guy. Yeah, right. Um, I've known him longer. That's all. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I mean, I don't know what his attitude towards Thundercats is, and so oh, know, boy. We'll, we'll we'll leave that to the side. <laughs> yeah. yes. But uh, no, I mean, every year we got to go. You know, we'd go out there and we'd see these teams get their attorney shot you know so it was really special to be a part of that group in the fall sports crew we like to say that we're the best season so you know we are a pretty close-knit coaching family too we communicate a lot for field sharing texts are flying back and forth you know all this stuff and we're very supportive of them and they've always been really supportive of, of us so that was something really special to get to be a part of that that crew going to the postseason in, in Belmont Fall Sports, and I think you know, as Sam said, there was a little bit of there's a little bit more juice in the in the student section this year than there's been in years past. There's the stands were full pretty much every. I can't think of a game that we played this year where we were playing in front of at home in front of an empty an empty bleacher set. Except when it was like raining or something like that. Even then. Yeah. Yeah. Even even then, I mean, Melrose at their house was quiet because it was a monsoon. Mm -hmm. um, but that was at Melrose. I think at home we've been pretty. Yeah. And obviously, pretty full. yeah, and then obviously, uh, you know, Thanksgiving has its own big crowd. It's going to be packed in. Uh, early uh, forecast, I guess, for Thanksgiving Day is cold. it's uh, yeah cold. It's going to be in the twenties or teens to start the game. I think the high temperature, which will be well after the game is over, is supposed to hit like 30 degrees. So yeah. it's going to be bundle up. Good news, no snow, although no snow. you guys practiced in some we of did. it yesterday yeah. on the field, right? We not, did. Not we did. Delon was throwing snowballs at everybody. Oh. It was really aggressive. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, harkening back to your QB1 days. Right? Yeah. 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 Woo! Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no, that was a fun practice. You know, uh, we didn't we didn't stay out crazy long. We trimmed a little bit, but it was it was fun. It's well, that fun. brings back memories of, of my first Thanksgiving yep. Day call uh, in 2014. Uh, you know, game uh, it snowed like that morning, and you know uh, everyone had to rush out. All the captains were out there rushing out to clean yeah. off the yard line so we could, you know, see that. But that's that was all a sizable snow too. It like was that, that yeah. year. There was probably a good four four inches on the ground. Four inches. Right, on it the happened field. like late the night before, yep. so you didn't have a chance until that morning. Yep. Like, so we dug so out the. We dug out the sidelines and dug out the, the yardage markers, but that was a, I'll, I'll always remember Jamar, Jamar Paul doing the, uh, doing the schmoney dance yeah. at the end. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think we were in eighth grade. You guys were in eighth grade. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Woo. Uh,
Well, among other things, uh, we'll get back to Thanksgiving, but since Coach uh, made a Thundercats reference oh, there, have you, you, do you guys end up listening to uh, the, uh, the the weekly uh, shows we do with Coach Q? So, I mean, are you familiar now? Yes, you don't are you, fa are you familiar with his love for the Thundercats? Has he, has he brought this up with you guys before or anything? Or? I've listened to a few. I've kept it. Do you I've know who the Thundercats are, right? Yeah. I don't even know. Probably they're not. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think <laughs> the show's <laughs> airing much in reruns anymore, but... Uh, just yeah. getting older, Todd. Yeah. I'm, just, yeah, you know, I'm getting it. older. Well, aren't we all? I, I was talking with, uh, <laughs> I was actually with Coach Shea the other day. Um, he came over to the house for a little bit, and we were talking about who lives uh, to either side of me because I live around Tufts, so I get a lot of undergrads moving into the uh, renting units on, on either side of me. And I go, I think the people next door are about my age. They're early 30s, and he looks at me and goes, Early thirties. You're mid. You're mid to late, coach. So I'm not surprised these guys don't know who Thundercats are. But um, Thundercats, oh, you guys should check them out. It's a good cartoon. <laughs> Just you, saying. There you go. You can find them on YouTube. I know we kind of got, <laughs> yeah. as usual, in most of our conversations, we sort of veered off track there. But uh, to get back on track to the game, did any of you other guys have any uh, memories you have uh, from the Watertown Thanksgiving Day games of the past that you wanted to to share? Other experiences about the game itself? Yeah, I mean. Not even like when we were like when we weren't dressing like when we were in like eighth grade like seventh grade just like growing up going to those games it's just like remembering that snow game exactly yeah. yeah like the atmosphere is just awesome so now being able to play and it's just like unbelievable yeah no it's uh it's really cool to be able to play in the game it's something we've watched our whole lives uh, same thing with Mike I remember like when we were younger going down watching the games and playing like two hand touch football on the side like on the on the JV field or the rugby field or whatever you want to call it. And uh, it's just really cool that we get to play in that now in front of a, 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 like two full towns of people. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, let's, uh, we're talking about a few other things here. So uh, uh, both, many of you guys actually uh, play uh, multiple positions. I, I know I know. even though, uh, Jake, we, we said you did on your IP. <laughs> it's sort of defensive lineman in kind of in theory. He's on the he's he's on the depth chart. I just yeah, want yeah. to be clear that he's actually he's actually go pretty down, good. Yeah, if enough D oh, linemen go down, you're in there. He's right? actually pretty good. I played DN last year for some yeah, for serious <laughs> reason. So weird. But yeah. I was gonna I was gonna ask all of you guys like what uh, since the rest of you I think play on both offense and defense uh, do you have a preference and I was actually gonna bring this mm. back to the fact that there's you know there was certainly a change this year on the defensive side with uh, Coach Q taking over the defensive signals so uh, you know maybe talk about that as well and how that's kind of maybe played into the way you guys play defense. I mean this year, I think we're way more aggressive to the football. You can see it on you can see it on film. Like when one guy has the ball, I mean, like you see everyone. Just there's some plays where some guys aren't there, but for the for the most part, we're all we're all in. We're all tackling. There's like a couple pictures I've seen where it's like one guy, like a runner's running, and there's like eight guys just all wrapping him up all around him. It, it's crazy, but um, yeah. I mean, for me, um, I love playing. I love playing defense uh, for all these years, but. Um, I think this year I've kind of taken up a love for offense and Whoa. playing guard. I think I love it equally, but I think <clears throat> I used to love defense a little more, but then the offense kind of started rising up this I year. I did not see that coming. Does, is it maybe, does it relate at all to your, you play on the rugby team in the spring, yeah. uh, just kind of what you have to do as an offensive lineman? Is it a little similar to like when you're in a rugby scrum, um, uh, fighting for a ball? That's A little bit, I mean, as far as like push and driving, but uh, I mean, once like this year I, I kind of uh, worked out just a little bit more in the off season and 
I mean, being a guard, you get to pull around a lot and hit linebackers, and I love pulling around, going full <laughs> speed into a linebacker. <laughs> so okay. that's that's why I kind of loved offense a little a little bit more this year. Well, now, Jared, uh, you caught nearly uh, half of uh, quarterback Aviarno's passes this year, uh, but also you had a few big plays on defense yeah. as well when you went up and used your spidey arms yeah. to sort of bat the ball away. Yeah. So talk about, like, um, what's your preference? I do like offense more, but this year I kind of, like, started to love defense too. Like, I actually enjoy – I think last year I didn't really enjoy it much, or, like, in sophomore year I didn't really like it, but this year I kind of, like – with Coach Barge and Coach Q, like, I kind of really liked being out there. And, like, it's such a cool feeling, like, when you're, like, like before a play and you're just, like, looking around and, like, everyone's, like, making calls. And I'm just sitting there, like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's kind of cool. Because, like, as an offensive oh person, like, I never knew, like, this is how it works. And when, I, when, I, when I came on the defensive side, like, everyone, like, Sam Harris yelling at this person to move over and all this stuff, like, going on. Sam it's really Harris. cool to, like, see, like, everything, like, it's kind of like a puzzle. Like, everything, like... Everyone has to fit in a little piece, and like when you do that, it's really fun. Yeah. Before we work, well, uh, before we work our way all the way through on this question, so I also wanted to ask: Is there any subtle differences the way uh, coach runs the defense as opposed to just as a head coach? Sam's already nodding. So, what you do? You, what you did? You have a thought on that? Or <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, when when coach keeps talking about defense, you get tell he gets like he gets riled up. He gets <laughs> even more riled up than. Oh yeah, no, for like, sure. He he loves defense. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's always like excited when he gets to talk he gets to like talk to the defense gets to like pump them up whatever you want to call it uh, but yeah it's really cool okay uh, Killian your uh, preference no, on, oh, on offense defense? versus uh, defense or or just I mean yeah, I've uh, I've played more defense in my uh, days of football than offense I, I like them both equally though they're both positions where you have it can have a huge effect on the game safety and running back and I, that's really cool and that's really special. Um, I think uh, a huge thing with our defense this year also is uh, Coach Q and Coach Barge are both defensive players and they have a, a huge control over our defense. Like obviously Coach Q is the DC and then Coach Barge is the DB guy but Coach Barge is like does a lot of everything mm -hmm. and uh, they really get fired up and I think that's really cool to see and that gets us all really fired up. So yeah. yeah. And just to kind of uh play off the fact that you and Rakai kind of split uh, the carries at the running back position and you're both playing the defensive secondary. You know, you talk about the defense making a statement. I know all you guys have had some big hits, but it feels like whenever there's one of those layout, you know, I don't even have to always see the number of the player. And I can usually guess from the way I was calling it, you know, the games this season that it was probably number three out yeah, there. Yeah, he laid some somebody booms. Out with Kai yeah. Joseph, uh, he, laid, he laid a couple boom shots. I mean, it's, it's cool to me. Again, I think it really is a testament to, like, the the lack of individual ego on our team, you know. Whereas like Killian was our primary back this year, uh, Rakai was here for senior year, and it, there wasn't like a sense of bitterness on his part, you know, about like, oh man, here comes this guy who's gonna invariably take a couple of my carries, you know, um, that would probably otherwise be mine. And then defensively, there are two safeties. Killian's our strong safety, and Rakai's our free. Um, so you know, they're they're both kind of back there, back there together, uh, orchestrating, you know, and. We're really lucky to have two tremendously talented tackling safeties and downhill safeties, right? I mean, both of these guys play more like, almost like a rover at times in our run game, which is what Delhi plays, and he's been absolutely instrumental to our defense, as has Seggs, as has Jared. Um, keep it up, Bam Bam. <laughs> He's um, on the scout team for defense. <laughs> no, I mean, but that's, 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 abs that's true, though. He plays scout offensive tackle for us. 
So if you're a defensive end who has to play on Friday, um, and you have to go up and play against a six foot three, two hundred and ninety pound college bound tackle, right, on our scout team, who's a varsity one player, right? That's that makes our defense better. Um, but yeah, we've been really lucky. We were Kai and Kills in that in that defensive backfield, man. And Delhi, we've got three guys who are seniors and killing. And Delhi, we've got two guys who played a lot of football. Um, they're really really smart football players, you know. And between Sam Harris, Sammy Seggs, um, Delhi, and Kills, we've really got four guys who can do what Jared was kind of talking about, seeing pieces get rearranged and all that stuff. If we're misaligned. Those guys can take care of it. If we've got a younger guy who doesn't really know what's happening in front of him, right, they can take care of it. And one of the things, I know I'm talking a lot on this one, that I've been most proud of on the defensive side of the ball is the way these guys have approached helping the next generation of kids coming up. I watch these guys every day talk to youngsters, sophomores and juniors who are going to have to play their position next year and give them a little piece of knowledge, you know, or one of those little intricacies about how to play that position, you know. And so that goes back to their leadership capacity. And that's not just limited to the five guys we have here. There are a lot of other seniors who are at home right now, you know, going to be watching this on TV who, who, who play for us too, who have been absolutely instrumental in that process as well. Um, so it's really cool. Yeah. What about you, Delio? Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't forget about oh, you, Mikey. Yeah, no. Chime in your offense versus, actually, I was, uh, to lead in to you, Mike, uh, you, I knew you most of this, you know, early part of the season more of a defensive player, and then you started uh, making a few catches during like the second half of the season. Mm -hmm. So you got more involved in the offensive game. But uh, talk about your preference. Touchdown yeah. against Danvers. That's true. Well, there you go. Right? Um, I've always been a defensive-minded player, but uh, kind of going into this year, I saw an opening at slot, and I was I, I went for it, um, and then I just I, I gained a love for it, kind of like Jared with defense, just me on offense. Well, uh, kind of like the fact your uniform number is 11. Julian Edelman used to play right. quarterback. <laughs> a lot of receiver. I mean, don't pour, don't so gas him up more. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, but yes, uh, we have not seen, unlike with uh, Edelman, who's actually, uh, they've put a couple plays in for him where he gets to throw once in a oh, while. Yeah. Uh, old QB1 here. Hey, uh, you that, know. Uh, is that, uh, well, you can't say it. Thanksgiving Day. Oh, I can't hold anything back. Right, there you go, right. And Mike's last game. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, again, just kind of uh, as we're uh, talking here, uh, again, this is, you know, we're doing our special Thanksgiving Day preview of the TOST Toddcast with Coach Q, Belmont Watertown, 97th edition, we think, and uh, <laughs> approximately, somewhere I don't know, there. somewhere in there. Uh, let's just talk about a few other things I think I wanted to mention here. Uh, First of all, uh, I know, I guess, with uh, we, we brought this up, I know the first uh, player, I guess, that's been accepted to uh, college, because you guys are all seniors, it's a busy uh, fall for you. You're trying to balance, uh, you know, all your football with your studies and then all the college applications. want to extend some congratulations here to, uh, to Bam Bam, uh, Jake Parsons. It will be uh, the left tackle uh, up at Bates College in uh, Lewiston, Maine. Again, near and dear to my heart, uh, another NESCAP team. I've uh, called yeah. some uh, Bates football games in the past, so... Uh, it's been a while, but uh, yeah, no congratulations uh, on that. Uh, was that like your first choice uh, as far as uh, schools or? Um, like sort of. I mean, I I looked at mostly Nescacs. Um, I looked at like Colby and Amherst. Um, Bates was Bates really liked me. I also looked at. Uh, I had an offer from Stonehill, but you know, in the end, uh, Bates just kind of made the most sense to me. 
Yeah, it's a good size school. Uh, they have a nice uh, uh, football field up yeah, there too, yeah. uh, which I believe is Newly now probably redone. turfed. I yeah. think uh, yeah. wasn't in the days I was calling games, but yeah. uh, my guess is they probably improved the press box too. Uh, the rest of you guys, I mean, you're all still kind of uh, in the process of uh, you know getting out applications and, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And, and they're uh, multi-sport guys too. I mean, you well, know, Delhi, I imagine will be a college lacrosse player. He's a fantastic goalie. Killian could play wax in college as well and could play college football if he really wanted to. Jared is in the midst of his recruitment right now yeah. um, with a bunch of schools that are interested in him if he decides to continue his career. For, fo for football? Oh, yeah, oh, great. Oh, most definitely. And Sags is a really talented rugby player too, but I'm kind of hoping that he might cross over to the dark side and play some college football <laughs> next fall. Uh, don't call it the dark side. <laughs> I like it as the dark <laughs> side. <laughs> are, are, you apply, are you applying to some D3 schools or local colleges around oh, here? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, uh, I'm just applying around here. Um, I'm not really like uh, looking to play either college rugby or college football. I might just do like a club rugby. But um, uh, if freshman year, if I go through it and you know I want to play, if I figure out I want to play college football, then maybe I'll make an effort at it um, the year after to try to get my uh, football career back again <laughs> and not be as washed up as I would be. <laughs> <laughs> Washed up. And what about you, Jerry? Some of your, uh, yeah. so you're, you're going to have some uh, some scouts. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. So are you? Are some of these places? Are they local? Are they far away? Is it like local some... mostly? I'm just like looking around like New England. Basically, my mom wants you to stay home. Stay close, close to home. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing oh, really you said done. mom wants you to stay yeah. close to home. Oh, if it was yeah, your choice, definitely. you wouldn't mind getting a little further away. Oh no, away. I wouldn't mind. No. Definitely. Sonya, if you're yeah. watching, don't take that. Yeah, right, <laughs> he right. loves you Or listening, much. right? <laughs> and, and you guys want to yeah. share any of your thoughts uh, as you're kind of uh, going through the, the college uh, application process or just uh, um, I mean, hoping I'm, to stay local? Or yeah, I'm, a, I'm applying to mostly local schools. Um, just send, and send in three early applications. All the rest going to yeah. be regular. So, yeah. Well, good luck to uh, the rest of you. Uh, and hopefully what are you thinking you for wax, uh, I'm going to take a PG year next year. Nice. Go oh, to yeah, I'm going to go to prep school for oh, one year okay. and then uh, continue on. You should go to Northfield. <laughs> we'll see. You visited there, right? Uh, it's coming up. There's a lot of good prep schools around here. Go right? Hoggers. Uh, Northfield, that's your uh, alma mater? It's my alma mater. Yeah. You can go be a Hogger. They don't have a football program anymore, so you can't play football. A hogger? Is that their What's team? A, What's a hogger? Bama's <laughs> like, oh. It's, a, it's, a, oh, it's not a Razorback. It's not a, you know. No, uh, a NMH, was, NMH was a, a prep school in the Andover, Exeter, Deerfield, all that ilk. And, uh, but they were kind of like the working class prep school. So when kids went there, they had to work the farm, which NMH has. They have a farm. You still have to uh, do, do a work job when you're there, right? The motto is the head, the hand, and the heart, right? Educate the head, the hand, and the heart. Um, so the other schools, the hoity-toity ones, would, would make fun of Northfield NMH by calling them hoggers because they farmed pigs, literally farmed pigs. And so uh, Northfield figured out that if they just changed their, change their mascot to the, to the hogger, um, that you couldn't really make fun of us anymore because we were you know, embracing it. Sure. Um, the cool thing about the hogger is that uh, the hog changes depending on what sport you play. So for football, we had these kind of razorbacks with the tusks on the side of our helmets. You know, the swim team had like this little like pink pig. It's like frolicking, you know, through the through the meadows. That's so, really intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> so the the hog changed, but uh, I'm 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 hoping Delhi heads up to NMH, man. It's a great school. Little PG or good lacrosse there too. So. 
All right, well, as we uh, start kind of wrapping things up, maybe we'll kind of go around here one last time and uh, you guys maybe some, some final thoughts about maybe what you're going to remember most about your, your four years of football, what you're going to remember most about Coach, and, uh, you know, just your, your overall, uh, you know, your experience and kind of as it all leads up to, uh, to, to this game. And uh, I guess we'll start, uh, start with Killian this time. Um, I think I'll remember most, like, the family. That, that's a really special thing. You can have 60, 60 plus guys together and they're all on the same page and they all care for each other and they all want to see each other succeed. That's really special. And I think there's not a lot of areas of life where you will see that again. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely what, like what Killian said, uh, just like how close everyone is. But also uh, kind of the ability to like learn coachability. So like... Um, definitely like coming in I don't know I probably wasn't the most coachable kid but now after uh, why do you say that why do you think you well I feel like just everyone comes in and they kind of want to do their own thing and you know like they have different but like I feel like now after playing for this football team for a few years like it definitely helps me with being coachable and I can kind of take that forward Maybe with aspirations of coaching in the future or something, maybe? If, uh, yeah, yeah, and just whatever I <laughs> okay. continue doing. That's fine. <laughs> no problem. All right. Um, Jared? I think, yeah, family is definitely, like, the key point of, like, all, like, the football and everything that I've, like, done with this team. Because, like, I remember last year, I, I missed last year due to injury, and I kind of, like, I remember after my surgery, I was like, oh, man, my life is over. Like, I work so hard, and, like, I can't play football anymore. But, like, when I came back, like, I really, like, noticed that football, like, why I love it so much, it's not about, like, scoring touchdowns and, like, catching balls and, like, running around. It's more about, like, being together, like, going to the locker room every day with the same kids, with, like, the same goals. So, like, I really found that important to me. Like, when I had, like, a quote-unquote down year, it wasn't really down for me because, like, I was still with my family. So, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really loved football as much as I do this year. I mean, it's just, like, crazy, like, to walk into the locker room every day and see all these guys, like, being weirdos and, like, <laughs> yes. like just, like, every, everything about it this year is just crazy. I mean, I, I loved it last year. I loved it the year before, but just, I don't know if it's being a senior or being a, a, being a leader, but it's, it's just really good to see everyone kind of connecting and, being a part of like one, having one common goal and nothing would be better than capping it off with a win this Thursday. Yeah, um, uh, kind of what these guys said, it's it's really the little things that make football great. You know, it's going to the locker room, seeing kids being funny and like <laughs> just doing weird things. And like, you know, even on the practice field, you know, like sometimes Coach Q will be doing something funny or like have, <laughs> uh, have like uh, side jokes with my offensive line coach, Coach Samano. <laughs> and, um, you know, it also, like, kind of what uh, Deli said, like, it, there's definitely some uh, lessons you learn from football, like coachability and, like, you know, effort and grit. So. It also sounds like all of you are probably going to be the type of, you know, such a close-knit group that you're going to keep coming back home, oh, yeah. you know, during your, your college breaks for Thanksgiving, and you'll, you'll probably want to attend the Belmont-Watertown games. Yeah. You'll all get together, you know. It's a, you know, I can kind of see that a little bit just from what you guys are all saying, uh, for sure. Uh, Coach, uh, you're... The floor is yours. I, this is usually where you end with something, something uh, long poetic and, and deep. Yeah. And exactly. Long yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> no, it's when on Thursday. No. Um, <laughs> no, I'm 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 going to be obviously very very sad to see these guys and all of my seniors leave the program this year. You know, I mean we 
football ends for everybody at some point and high school football ends for all of us obviously and so you know I think these guys are all acutely aware that this is you know the literally the last four days that they're going to put Belmont across their chest as a football player and go represent their town and this football family and for me the coolest part about my job you know comes from mm -hmm. getting to see you know where these guys started and and um and where they are now. You know, these guys came into our program as eighth graders. In the summer, they were kids, you know? They were just little kids. And um, every single one of them has improved immensely, right? Uh, grown immensely, transitioned and transformed immensely and overcome personal battles, overcome issues uh, with, you know, Mike wasn't the most coachable kid. He's crazy coachable now. He knows it too, you know? Uh, just the ability for all of us to like look in the mirror. For me, that's the thing that I'm most proud of in these guys is um, they're the type of men who will look at themselves first for a reason as to why something is not working the way they want it to work, as opposed to immediately deflecting the responsibility or accountability for something like that to something else or someone else. I'm most proud of that, you know? We don't point fingers in this program. We don't look for excuses or reasons to, to not hold ourselves accountable. We attack our failures head on um, and embrace them as means to get better. And so for me, yeah, I mean, I'm, Every year when our family transitions into the next version of it, I'm sad to be losing the guys who have been a big part of my life as a person, right? We sometimes forget that like all of us sitting up here are just people, you know? We're just some dudes, you know, <laughs> playing football, coaching football, and, and um, these guys are a part of my life, you know? I see them in the locker room. I see them in the weight room. I see them play hockey. I see them play lacrosse. I see them play rugby, et cetera, et cetera. And um, so we're sad to be losing them. Um, but we've talked a lot about legacy in our program, about leaving something for future generations to remember you by. And that's what these guys have all done over their four years of time here. You know, they've left a legacy on our football program um, and they've created a legacy in my own heart. I'm a better coach because I got to work with these guys. It's not just a one-way street where we go out there and make them better. They make us better too by presenting challenges or maybe there are things we didn't teach well or do well. You know, we probably all had moments, I know Deli and I have had a moment or two where like I probably didn't approach him the right way to make him the most coachable kid because I was frustrated with something and I yelled at him, right? But we're better like <laughs> as men because of those moments and those experiences. So, you know, I'm just, uh, not to ramble on, but to, to I'm, just to super, <laughs> I'm just super, I'm just super, I'm just super grateful. I'm super grateful for all of the time that, that these guys have put into this thing um, and to their brothers and their coaches and to me. Um, I owe them a lot. Well, I think you should. Uh, I mean, you should be uh, grateful. And I'm, I'm grateful to get to meet all you guys. It's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. As we wrap up this special, I just want to thank uh, my entire crew on the TV simulcast side of this podcast. 
for with uh, whom without their hard work uh, we wouldn't have had all the excellent video. And uh, in, in fact, if you're normally listening to just the audio version of these podcasts, I recommend for this one, check out the video side as well. It looks really nice. It's going to be airing uh, in conjunction with the football game. It might even be airing before the game too. Uh, so until next week, uh, until until next week, until until next season, unless, we, unless I can talk coach into doing a season wrap-up uh, wrap show. But, uh, but for all of you, again, Killian O'Connell, Mike Delhomme, Jared Edwards, Sam Segarian, Jake Parsons, and the coach, my name is Todd Bloniar saying happy Thanksgiving. Go Marauders! Got to beat Watertown uh, one of these years. I think this is the year it's going to happen. And thank you for checking out the TOST podcast right here on the Belmont Media Podcast Network.